there's obviously a uh, tremendous amount to speak about in this week's parasha. This whole next couple of weeks parashiyot are very, very fundamental. Very important for us to learn them properly. There's a lot to gain from it. A lot of yisodot and emunah. Tremendous amount in these parashiyot. All of our mitzvot. Tremendous amount of our mitzvot. Mitzrayim. So this whole Indian is very, very, very important. Also, these next couple of weeks are called, in the Sepharim, they're called Shoivavim. Shemot, Vaira, Bo, Bishalach, means it's a time that we work on a certain area of Kedusha. So I, I'm probably going to give a Shmuz separate on that Indian, maybe one or two of them. Maybe on Shabbat we'll speak about it when Mayan Lenyad is not here. And, uh, and we can talk very open on Shabbat, Be'ezat Hashem, we'll see, we'll go into it. This is a very important subject which we have to learn. <coughs> very, very deep and very important subjects. And we'll see how Emune and Shavim are very much connected to each other. Emune and Kedusha are very, very much connected to each other, not two independent things. It's a lot to speak about. It's almost like we don't even know where to start. But I want to say one point a little bit as a continuation of yesterday, but a certain point, a Rabbi Rucham in this week's Pasha. Right? So we have the story over here where Paro tells the Mialidot, he tells the, the woman that delivered the babies that he wants the Zecharim dead. He wants the Jewish Zecharim dead. And it says that the these women, this Mialidot, were afraid of Hashem. They were afraid that Yerushalayim, and they did not listen to what Paroa asked them to do. And they didn't. They didn't kill the Jewish kids. And then it says in the pasuk, "Vahiki yareu hamialedot etaelohim." When these Mialidot had fear of Hashem, vayas lahem batim. So Hashem paid them back a tremendous schar. For what they did, they got Bate Kahuna, Bate Levia, Bate Malchus, all this came out from them because they, they feared Hashem and they did not kill the babies. So simply, the act, the good act that they did was, the mitzvah that they did, the tremendous accomplishment that they accomplished was that they didn't murder the babies. They were faced with a test. Paro says, Paro is a pretty scary guy. Paro will kill him in an instant if they don't listen to him. So their lives were in danger. And Paro, when he kills, he's probably not going to kill him with one bullet in the head, you know. It's probably going to be limb by limb over about three years that death is going to take place. You know, he's not exactly the nicest guy in the world. People are dead scared of this man. So if Paro, who's the most vicious, ruthless ruler. Nobody ever escaped this country. And he tells you a direct order from the boss. He tells you to kill the kids. He has a massive agenda here. So their lives are in danger. They have a big nisayon. And yet they pass the nisayon and they don't kill the kids. So what's the great achievement? The great achievement over here is that they did not kill the kids. 
So for that great achievement, they're getting a big sechar. It's an unbelievable sechar. What sechar are they getting? They're getting the sechar that from them comes bate kahuna, bate levia, bate malchus. Everything is coming from them. But Rabbi Rucha points out that the Pasuk is stressing that they feared Hashem and they didn't kill the babies. And then by Yahya Batim. Which means Rabbi Rucham is showing us in the Psukim that it's because they had Yirat Hashem that's why Not because they didn't kill the babies. The Schar for Yirashamayim is why they got the Bate Kahuna Bate Malchus. And Rabbi Rucham goes into this thing of Yirat Shamayim and he says a fascinating thing. He says, how does the Torah command us have Yirat Shamayim? Have it. Yirat Shamayim is a certain emotion, a certain feeling, a certain state of being. You can tell me to do something. You can tell me to behave in a certain way. You can tell me to act in a certain way. But to feel a certain way, either I'm going to feel it or I'm not going to feel it. Have Yirat Shabbayim. Have it. Have Ahavat Hashem. Well, Ahavat is an emotion. Either I'm going to have it or I'm not going to have it. What do you mean have it? How could you command me to have it? You could command me to do something. So you can say, listen, don't murder the kids. Okay, so that's, tell me uh, action, you know. Do this, even if it's difficult for you. Do that even though it's hard for you. Refrain from doing an Avera, even though it's hard for you. But the actual to command someone to have Yira as a thing in itself, that you should have it, how do you have it? So Rabbi Rucham says that the Iker commandment for you, now this is a Chizik too. He says the Iker commandment to have Yirat Shamayim is not the result that you end up with Yirat Shamayim, the Iker mitzvah of Yirat Shamayim is the work you put into acquiring something that happens on its own. The result, Yirat Shamayim is a result. It's something the result happens by itself. Your job is to do the, the, the work, that that type of work, the result of that type of work is that you have Yirat Shammai. And the same thing with Abbas Hashem. There's certain things that you can do, that by doing those things, it results in an emotion of Abba. If I would think about certain things, if I would work on certain things, if let's say for example, I would think about all the chesed that Hashem does for me in my life, if I would spend a lot of time being misbinded on that, the result is that I may feel a certain emotion. So the, that's the result. The Av is the result. That's not the mitzvah. The mitzvah is the work that usually this type of work brings the result. That means you can be Mekayim, the mitzvah of Yerushalayim, if you don't even get the result yet. It may take you five years, you know. But if you're involved in the process, that that process is something that brings you to the state of what we would call Yerushalayim, then that is a kiyum of the mitzvah. Ultimately, you'll, you'll get that state. And therefore he says like this, when these women were told by Paro, the Meyal Yedot, 
were told by Paro, when they were told to kill the Jewish people, they were faced by a test. The only way they could pass that test is if they sit down and start working on different things that will help that their yira of Hashem will overcome the yira from Parah. You understand what the level of year for power is? The level of year for power is being tortured to death. And maybe killing their families too, who knows? Guy's a gangster. So the level of year of power is let's say level 100. I don't know, I can't say 100 because we're going to do it over. Level 90, yeah, 90% year just for argument's sake. So in order for me to beat that test, what do I need? I need to fear Hashem 100%. Has to be higher. Otherwise, I can't win it. So you know what kind of work went into that? That, that, that to produce such a result? How much work went into that? How much thought process went into that? How much understanding of what Hashem is and the achilas of Hashem and the purpose of life and afterlife and until it becomes to a point where it's so real and so tangible and so emistic by you that it actually produces a motion of fear which is higher than the fear of Paro. Because if it was only like an intellectual thing, it wouldn't have worked. The fear of Paro is actually natural, right? You feel it. You're shivering. You're shaking. So you have to make cheshbonus, that the cheshbonus that you make should ultimately result in a feeling of yirat shamayim, which is stronger than the fear of the man, and then you pass the test. The payment was not for not murdering the kids. The payment was for the work to acquire the yirat shamayim to be able to overcome that challenge. That's the payment. Because that's even more chashev. Than the thing itself. Amazing thing. Hashem has many ways of saving the babies. They don't need you. They could have got a heart attack on the way do, trying to do it. You can save the babies. They don't need you. What does he need from you when he puts you in a situation? What does he need from you when he puts you in a tough situation of a test? He needs you to work on your Yerushalayim. You got it? So I have big tests in this world, you know? There's a lot of preachers. There's a lot of barayas. There's a lot of things that are pulling me away from the Gemara. There's a lot of things going on in this world. Lots and lots of things pulling me away. I have a lot of passion. Passion. I passionately like the different things in the world. So if my passion for Torah is this big, and my passion for the world is that big, who's going to win? Passion for the world. That's what Chatzkel says. When you get up in the morning... And you pray. He says, think about the thing that you love the most. That's not in learning. The thing you love the most. If you love that the most, and you love learning less than that, you will never win the fight against the Yetzirah. Because the passion will win you. So what are you davening to Hashem? That my passion for Torah should be more passionate than the thing that I love the most. And that way, I can win the fight. When it comes to the Averis out there, 
I need to have enough Yirat that I should be able to overcome that challenge. Now these things are not natural. You don't just wake up one morning and say, okay, I got Avas Hashem, I got Yiris Hashem. No, it's not natural. The desires that you have is natural. The fears that you have in the world are natural. So if I fear people more than I fear Hashem, so I'm more f- afraid of my friends rejecting me than I am of the Ganem. My friends want to go to who knows where and I don't belong there. Or my friends want to take me out of the middle of learning and I, don't, I can't go out of the middle of learning. That means I fear my friends more than the Torah, 100%. I want to go to sleep at night so I can get up for Shachrit in the morning. But my friends are schmoozing and they're going to look at me like a loser and as in case if I go to bed now. So I fear them more than I fear God. It's fact. Then you will lose every test in the book. So what do I do? I can't say, okay, you know, when I have Yerushalayim, everything will be great. It doesn't work like that. What steps are you taking to acquire it? Stop thinking about the result, because the result's not in your hand. That's what's going to happen by itself. Not your focus, is not the result. The focus is on the work. You need to think more about Yisaitis of Emuna. And you have to think about it in a tangible way. And you have to see it in a real life scenario. And then you have to see how it pertains to you. This is his brainness. This is thinking. The more you make the Yisoydus of Emuna, Betochen, Yira, Ava as a reality, that's what helps you overcome challenges. But that's where the name of the game is. That's the name of the game. How much you work on these things, that's the payment. So these Yisoydus and these difficulties and these challenges are for one purpose. And one purpose only. That you should be able to build your year and your Ava above the part that's pulling you in the opposite direction. That's the idea. So these things are not going to happen, Mimela, at all. Even Asetov, Rabbi Nehida says. Not just Sur Asetov. David Amelech says, Yirat Shamayim Alam Metchem, I will teach you how to have Yirat Shamayim. Sur Mera, Vaasetov, Bakeshalom Verotfehu. Rabbi Yonah says, Mefurish, Asetov, Bakeshalom Verotfehu requires Yira. Because in order to be motivated to go ahead and, and do and achieve and learn, Asetov means to sit and learn. To get up and to go do good. That requires Yerushalayim. Because most of us, we think, as long as we're not doing Averis, we're not being Mechal Shabbos, we're not doing these worst things, we're not doing Averis, we're good. You're good. Okay, so I'm not learning. That's extra. That's a mitzvah. You do more of it, you get more. You do Chesed, that's extra. You do more of that, you get more. So that's like extra credit. Rabbi Yonah says, that means if you don't do extra, if you don't push yourself to learn to the max that you could, you don't try to develop more hasmada, you don't look for a way to get out of your box to make peace with people, then you're lacking your shamayim. And Rabbi Yonah says something very sharp. He brings a pasuk and he says, this person is a rasha. Scary thing. 
I didn't do anything wrong. I just didn't, you know, wasn't extra into it. No, you don't have Yerushalayim. Yerushah. That's what Benyana says. So, obviously, we're not going to just switch the switch. Yerushalayim. Doesn't work like that. But we need to make, like we said yesterday, we have to make Hashem a reality. We need to make that work. You got to learn about Hashem. You have to learn about the Bria. You have to learn Chayvah Salvavus. You have, to, you have to do something. Everybody's got to do something. I don't care what safer you use and what analysis that you use. I don't care what it is. But we got to put Hashem into reality to start this process. Because what we're learning here is you will not pass a test without Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem. You need those two things. Those two components are the two components you need. And you don't have them naturally. And you're not even commanded, have it. I don't have it. So what are you commanded? To put effort into it so it should come memela. And you didn't put one inch of effort into it? You're doomed for failure. Well, it makes sense. And you know what our problem is? Rabbi, when I feel it, I'll do it. You know, guy closed Gemara early, I'm not feeling it, what should I do? And in America, that flies. Hey, who, who cares if you feel it or not? Like, what's exactly the nafkemina? What do you mean? I don't feel it. If, I'm not, if I don't feel it, I'm not mechuyiv. That's how this crazy world became. Chiyuvim is only based on if I feel it. If I feel it, then I'm chayiv. If I'm not feeling it, then I'm poshit na That That's the tumor of the world today. It's such a big tumor that today if a guy was born as zachar, you know what a zachar is? He's born Zachar. Zachar is a big responsibility. He has to get married. He has to have children. He has to raise a home. He has to have kids. Uh, I'm not feeling that. You know? And therefore, Potter, I'm not feeling it. You know? I go with how I feel. Not what you made me. I'm the boss. Not you. Who are you? I go with me. My feeling is Mamash Avoy I'm not feeling it. But hey, you tell the Bacha, you have to pray. The guy's looking at you like you are mentally retarded. I'll try. <laughs> you're joking. What do you mean you're going to try? You're, you're, you're a chayiv, you know? Chayiv, the word chayiv, they don't know what the word chayiv means. Obligation, totally gone. Gone from the dictionary. Gone from the way of thinking. Gone from humanity. Gone. Total. Gone. So now we have to try to reinstate that. That's part of Yira. But we have to work on that. It's something that needs a work. It needs a work. Because Yira means I have to do like out of my box. I have to be machnia. I have to be machnia to someone else's will. Machnia to someone's will? That's such a foreign thing. Machnia. You know what machnia means in English? To be submissive to someone else's will? It's like a foreign concept to us. So therefore, the, the richuk, the, the, the deep, far richuk from Yerushalayim that we have today is like English Shaya. Far! Miles away! So we got to start making the work. I can't tell you, have it! Because Rabbi Yerushalayim says you can't just have the emotion, you know? It doesn't, doesn't happen. But if we start thinking, we start making these questions, we say, wow! It's really amazing, the world we live in. 
It's really amazing how messed up our brains are. You know? It's murdik lachayich. We say, Avas Hashem, you know, if you start thinking about the Hakarat Atov, the Avas Hashem, you start Avas Hashem. Nobody has Hakarat Atov to Hashem today. You know why? You know why? I didn't ask him to make me. You put me in this planet against my will. You know, no one called me up before. You put me in this planet against my will, you got to feed me, you know? And you got to take care of me. Am I, you know, I deserve a car. I deserve some money, a nice wife. Yeah. Where do we see that philosophy in the world? In Kivit Avim, same thing. Kids, kids out there, you take their parents to, to, to court, you know. The guy brings me in the world. I didn't ask him. He brought me in the world. My parents brought me in the world. For their own Hanor. So they brought me in. I got civil rights. You know, their bad luck that I was born with a big desire. But that's what they made, you know. You, be, you made a guy who has a big desire. What did you do? Now you got to feed it. I don't know them. Kibbutzim, you joking me? Kibbutzim, I'm the victim. That's why every half a guy is traumatized to death. You know, I'm the victim. My parents never gave me what I wanted. I wanted a Lamborghini, punk gotta, you know, but they, they, they never gave me what I wanted. So we're the same thing with Rebbeinu Hello, I'm 22 years old. I should have been married yesterday. I learned in Harabis. <laughs> you know? What's going on over here? It's time to pay up. Shachrit? What Shachrit? He owes me. I owe him. We got it all backwards over here. When I'm not feeling well, when I'm not making money, when I don't have my wife, when I have this, then I say, what's going on here? I show up Shachrit just to say my two cents. You know? So we see, we live in a world that Yerushalayim, like, that's where we're at. So what's our job? We got to make the work. We must make the work. If we make the work, we'll have the Siat Nishmah. That's my message for today.